With this presentation, I have basically three aims. Uh, first of all, okay, I guess not all of you know who Bruno Leoni was. So my first aim is, of course, tell you who was Bruno Leoni and uh, why probably he's underestimated into the Austrian tradition. The second aim is to uh, make a brief sketch about his main uh, ideas he contributed to the libertarian theory and then see uh, which are the problems of uh, Leoni thought and also which are the suggestions that we can still use today in his vote. So Bruno Leoni born exactly 100 years ago in 1930 and uh, he died in uh, 67 uh, in uh, tragic circumstances uh, when he was uh, pretty young, uh, 54, and uh, uh, when he was developing a lot of new ideas. Uh, it's, usually we define Leoni as a political philosopher or a jurist, uh, but actually he was uh, interesting also a lot in economics and in political science and was putting, uh, trying to put all this uh, knowledge all together. And uh, Hayek was defining him as a man of a renaissance because he was uh, uh, working on a lot of different uh, kind of knowledge and trying to put uh, this knowledge together. In Italy, he had a quite important academic position in uh, Pavia University. He found an important review, Il Politico, that is still publishing, and uh, he was a columnist for important newspaper. And, uh, but most of his activity, he was doing most of his activity abroad, in the English-speaking world, let's say. Uh, and he was quite well known in the classical liberal uh, uh, world. Uh, he was into the Montpelerin Society, was the secretary of the Montpelerin Society for several years, then he became president of the Montpelerin Society only for two months before his death. His death. Um, and uh, in uh, 50, 1958, he was in Claremont in California uh, and was presenting uh, the ideas that uh, then was, was published uh, in his book, Freedom and the Law. At the same seminar, uh, there were also Hayek and Friedman. And Hayek was presenting the basic ideas of a constitution of liberty and Friedman was uh, presenting the ideas of capitalism and freedom. And Leone was, was with, uh, with, uh, together with these two guys. So was a quite well-known and important position. So when Leoni died in 67, it was uh, almost, uh, his idea was, was almost forgotten for uh, uh, quite a long time. Uh, the reason of uh, why his idea were forgotten are different in Italy and abroad. In Italy because it was uh, extremely radical. So in the Italian academia, in the Italian intellectual uh, world, was uh, basically impossible for a lot of people to understand Leone's ideas. It was too far from uh, uh, Italian culture and uh, uh, too close to a libertarianism that in Italy nobody know what it was. In the rest of the world, uh, uh, there are different reasons. Uh, basically, Leone was not able uh, to put in a systematic framework uh, all his intuitions, or to translate from Italian to English some of his intuitions. So people were speaking about Leone's ideas, but there was not a reference. It was not possible to say, okay, Leone was saying this in this paper, in this book. So it's why Leone's ideas were circulating, uh, but the was not possible to give a reference as why Leone's name was kind of lost for some years. 
and uh, uh, he became the man of one book, Freedom and the Law. Uh, that is, uh, sure, an important book, uh, but it's not uh, all. Uh, uh, not all the Leonis ideas are in this book. There is uh, for sure more. And uh, also there is a kind of distortion because we, this book is, was extremely important, influential in the development of uh, Hayek ideas. Uh, Hayek was, was moving uh, more to look at the common law uh, production of uh, law, uh, evolutionism uh, that developed in law legislation of liberty after Leoni. Uh, so people were speaking about the influence of Leonin on Hayek, but is uh, only a part of his uh, ideas, not the main one. Now the, the situation is changing. Leon is uh, becoming more uh, popular, let's say, uh, also in the English world where uh, we have uh, more uh, articles that we found. And uh, in Italy especially, we found a lot of uh, uh, unpublished uh, uh, papers and uh, lessons in, in the university that are making more richer Leonis uh, uh, contribute. So in his early works, uh, Leone was studying a historical school of law, theory of probability. Basically, he was looking at the classics authors on uh, how economy could be an important mechanism to understand the social order. So when he met the authors of the Austrian school, Mises and Hayek, uh, there was a, meet them was something natural for him because he found a tradition of thought that was uh, uh, working on the same topics, uh, the topics on the spontaneous order and so on, in a systematic way uh, with a strong methodology. Uh, we've, uh, so after he met uh, Mises and Hayek, we speak about the maturity of Leoni, and uh, his maturity works there are basically two pillars. The first pillar is related with Freedom and the Law, his book published in 61. And in Freedom and the Law, there is a strong criticism of economic planning and a strong criticism of legislation. And Leon is putting together economic planning and legislation because for him, they are two sides of the same coin. He said, how is it impossible in a centralized economy use all the information that we have, and they are Hayek and Mises Ali, of course. In, uh, we have the same problem in the production of law uh, by the parliament. So uh, the legislator, the parliament, cannot use the knowledge that is uh, uh, in the society. So, and the, the production of law by only by parliament is a characteristic of a contemporary world. It was not like that before for a long time. And in the past, the uh, production of law, uh, the law was product in a more similar way, Leoni said, of, uh, the scientific, of uh, how scientific discovery come. So not imposition of a majority, but the process of a discovering that is starting from individual freedom. Uh, Leon is looking at uh, Roman history and British history for a lot of time, where uh, the law uh, was not something that is created by the majority, but is discovered by the judge, by the expert, by the jurist, by the people, basically. 
And uh, this process for Leoni is closer to the uh, free market process economy. Think uh, on uh, what happened in a, a, when two people go in a tribunal. Both of them can uh, bring their argumentation and they have to find uh, an agreement. So there is a possibility for everybody to uh, use their reason and uh, to, to discuss. And this process is uh, closer to the market process compared with legislation, of course. Also, Leoni said that the problem of uh, written law, and in uh, 58, uh, he said that Hayek was an important exponent of the written law. Uh, he said that the, with the written law, we don't have certain of law in the long term, because the parliament can change uh, the, the law as he wants, so we cannot trust the law uh, produced by the parliament in terms of certain. Uh, and uh, he was able to make uh, a strong division. He was putting on one side the legislation and the economic planning, and on the other side the common law, so the tradition of evolutionism and the free market. And uh, uh, his idea was that you have to try to reduce as much as possible the sphere of collective decisions because uh, freedom is uh, uh, always or quite um, often, near always, in contrast with democracy. So he was developing the idea of a spontaneous order formation before Hayek and also uh, it was... Uh, giving a strong preference for the evolutionism and for the common law, but that he was using as an instrument. Common law for him was important because he was able to protect individual freedom. The second pillar of, of Leone's ideas uh, are more in the ground of uh, political philosophy. So not uh, seeing what, what uh, law was in the historical development, but uh, trying to explain what law has to be. Uh, what is a... Uh, in terms of what is a right law and a, a, a fair uh, political system. So to understand a juridical phenomena for Leoni, we don't have to look at the obligation as in Hans Kelsen theory. So we don't have to look at public authority that is producing law, but we have to look at the human behavior, at the human action, we can say, we can say following visas, and at the concept of exchange. Leone was introducing the idea of individual claim. Uh, he said, when people use sentences like, I have the right to do this, or you don't have the right to do that, uh, the person who is using this sentence, uh, the, the person who presumes this right, uh, first uh, claim that the third part actually behave in a certain way. So the, this, this, this behavior is probably and is determinable by an advisement, uh, by an exhortation, by the treatment uh, from another person. Hey, who, who claims, uh, who makes claims, think is able to determine the behavior alone or with the help of other people? So in the concept of the individual claim, we have three elements. The first element is a personal interest. The second element is a forecast. You think other people are going to uh, attend what is your claim. Uh, because you know what is the most uh, probable behavior of other people. And the third one is the possibility to determine the behavior if it's not spontaneously adopted by other people. Uh, but not all the claims, of course, of course are individual, are legal claims. 
uh, there are individual claims, the claims that uh, uh, have a very high probability to be satisfied. Uh, Leone was using the uh, Roman idea of id quod plerunque acidit. So what usually happens in the society, everybody can forecast what other people are doing because they know how usually uh, the situation are learned in this society. And uh, so there is uh, also an element of statistical probability. Uh, what uh, is going to match uh, the common expectation of the people. And uh, they can be determined directly or indirectly by the other people. So the key element in, this, uh, in the idea of individual claim is that the, the, the claims are complementary because who complies uh, with someone's claim assume a corresponding obligation by other people. Uh, so the real power is in the fact that all other individuals want to see satisfied similar claims. And uh, so also the humble people in the society has this power because he knows that also the rest of society won't be, uh, won't be uh, see this kind of claim satisfied. So uh, also claim in uh, Leonis idea come logically before the obligation, that is Anskes an idea, uh, as the demand in economics come logically before supply. So how economists see the price as a social phenomenon, as a result of individual choices between scarce, scarce goods, the legal philosopher must see the legal norms as a social phenomenon, as the result of individual acts and attitude, uh, so the claims of the demand. So uh, the exchange in, uh, in this construction is, of course, the key concept to understand economy, law, and politics, and to understand the social order. Of course, uh, Leone, in this case, was using Mises categories, uh, because uh, the starting point is the human action, uh, which is individual, rational, subject to natural limitation, and he was looking at human action, at the claims of individual, uh, to see how norms can became a legal order. Uh, so, which are the problems in this concept of law? First of all, uh, the, problem, the classic problem, we can say, of evolutionism and of a common law. We don't have a content of a law. So, uh, there is an absence of any criterion uh, for the content of judgment law. Uh, so big part of the old law, of the common law, and uh, certainly the, the customs and the tradition are not always consistent with liberty. This is the first problem. And this is exactly what uh, Rothbard was saying in a review of Leon's book in 62. He said it's a great book with a strong libertarian uh, position, but the problem is that we don't have a content of a book. After this uh, review of uh, Rothbard, what was doing Leone? Basically, what a smart guy has to do. He started to read Rothbard and think about uh, libertarian, about uh, natural law, more and more. Uh, so, and he was proposing an empirical recovery. He said he was using this expression, empirical recovery of natural law. Uh, what is it? It was not time to develop uh, this concept of empirical recovery, but we can have some uh, suggestion from this idea. So the first point is uh, that uh, Rothbard was right when he said that we don't have a content of law, in the, com uh, the content in the common law. So we have this problem. But there is also the historical dimension of the law. 
uh, related with the situation of a society. Uh, so individuals are not abstracted from social process and reason is never the only judge to judge uh, the social process. Think, uh, for example, about uh, child labor. Uh, in rich society, we can condemn child labor, but in a poor society, maybe it's a way to survive also for children. And this is related with a historical dimension. Then we have also a problem with a, a rational natural law, that is the idea of Rothbard. And the problem with a, national, with a rational natural law is that... Uh, I mean, what happens if people using the reason discover a different idea of natural law? Because Rothbard discovered an idea of natural law uh, thinking about uh, freedom of the people. But uh, in the past, a lot of philosophers, a lot of thinkers discovered a natural law standing for virtue. So if we think there is a natural law and uh, of course, if it is a natural law, we have to apply this natural law. The uh, consequence could be an Obeisian society where people are fighting each other because nobody is able to uh, accept uh, the fact that other people are not uh, respecting the natural law. Uh, so, um, what is Leoni teaching in front of this problem? Uh, is that the reason needs an historical experience and vice versa. Uh, only experience tell us if the use of human reason is successful and human reason has always to evaluate and improve the result of the evolution. So we have to keep together these two elements and uh, reason alone cannot shape the law uh, as it wants and the discovery of a good law cannot be only in the historical development. In a sense, also Rothbard was going in this direction because in the, for a new liberty in nine, 1963, he wrote, since we have a body of common law principle to draw on, however, the task of reason in correcting and amending the common law would be far easier than trying to construct a body of systematic legal principle de novo out of a thin air. So the Leoni teaching is my conclusion is uh, that there is a big challenge in the libertarian law. This big challenge is try to put together these two different traditions, the tradition of evolutionism with the common law and the tradition of natural law based on reason. And uh, Leoni was giving a quite important contribute to try to solve this problem. Thank you.